we thank you God we thank you 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 ancient of days we thank you we thank you this is great mercy we have found so we thank you thank you thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you for your mercy to approach these things thanks you O God for your grace given to your servants to administer true utterance oh God these things that our souls may draw near our souls can delight mm, we thank you amen 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 thank you pastor Pax thank you pastor Pax uh, we we have good cause to give God praise and thanks We have good cause to give God praise and thanks. He's He's already speaking mightily to us, and we are we are feasting on the fat things. Amen. We are feasting on the fat things. Um, it's good for Kaden and myself to be here to fellowship with yourselves. Um, we count it an awesome privilege to be among God's people, and um, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Thanks for sharing your spiritual meals with us. Amen. Um, we don't take it for granted. We don't take it for granted. Um, I mean, yeah, we don't take it for granted. So we thank God. Thank the pastors, Pastor Jeff, Pastor Bukimi, Pastor Femi, Cecil Paul, all the pastors here in, uh, in Canada. Thank you for the work you are doing in shepherding these souls. Um, God has entrusted great responsibility in your hands, and you are doing very well. You are doing very well. Um, so we thank God. Um, Reverend K, thank you for always making space um, for us to to come close to hear these things. And Reverend Helen, who we spoke to this morning, uh, who may be listening in Austria, we thank you for laying your lives down. We appreciate you. You know, every time I try to appreciate them, I feel very disqualified, not just by my own, but as Pastor Pax mentioned, the, the four mighty pastors, you know, when Pastor Tope, have you been in when I was in primary school, there was always somebody who wore the school uniform very nice and neat. Not so. I don't care how my mom pressed my pants, so I, I could not exceed that child. So that's Pastor Tope in the spirit. You know, I see Reverend, I said, all right, I will not run and grab Reverend, but I grabbed him yesterday when I saw him. I saw him just recently, but, you know, I, I, I don't obey all the protocols. My pastor's in Nigeria, but bear with me, I will grow. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot that we have come into. There's a lot for us to follow. There's a lot of who have laid their lives down. Pastor Michael, Pastor um, Pax was talking about Dr. Lamy and a lot of them. There are a lot of people who have gone this path, and they don't just speak the lingo. They have come into the life. I greet my big brother Jide. I'm sure he's somewhere listening, even time delayed. One day, if mercy grants you, you'll meet people like Jide and others. They may never hold a mic, but they carry this life 
powerfully. Powerfully. And then there are those who could almost blind you as well, like Pastor Jeff. He'll, he will play guitar, he will play keyboard, he will play sax, he will play the bass, he will minister the word, he will serve, he will do all that stuff. But if you lost for that, and not the heart that God is crafting there, you will get a false impression. You know, to lead a ch to, to preach the word or to run a church. You know, you think you need your wife to be a song leader. Uh, <laughs> you need to play an instrument, you know. You have the basics. You know, that's how we started church. You, you must have, but church never used to start with worship team. Amen? It's a hunger for the life. Amen? And, and so Pastor Jeff could almost deceive you if your heart is gone for anointing. There's a lot deposited there. But there is something more. We need to strip that back if God grants you mercy. You see the same thing I'm talking about that is in GD. Amen? You see that by looking at the choice of wife. Not the beauty of Essie. The beauty of her soul. Amen? You look at the choice of friends he have chosen. You look at the sacrifice he make to serve this thing and the choice of what he's going after. Those things are more glorious than keyboard and bass guitar. So if you come around and you want to mimic him and you want to do bass guitar and keyboard and have a wife who could play keyboard and sing, I say, you have missed it all. You have missed it. Amen? Many times in the scripture, there's a lot of things that God talked about with people and he said, and also. What? And also. You find that in Job 42. And also. Let's go there. Let's go Job 42. I will find some mercy to come back to this. The great shepherd. Wonderful team. Should be somewhere around the mid part of Job 42. This 10. And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Also, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Now, a lot of people who quote Job is because he was a very rich. We have a Bill Gates in the Bible, not so. You quote Job because you want to say there's a rich man in the faith. <laughs> we went all, we're not all paupers, not so. But you're boasting about the also. What you're boasting about? You're boasting about the also. It is not about the anointing. It is what the anointing sits upon. Let's go to Job 1. Let's go to Job 1. We see it in Job 1 and Job 2 as well. Job 1 verse 2. And they were born unto him. No, let's start from verse 1. There was a man in the land of us whose name was Job. And that was what? And what? And one that what? And did what? That is what your eyes must have mercy to see. So when you quote Job, if you can't quote somebody else, you are missing, you are blind. And there was born unto him seven sons and three daughters, his substance also. That also 
is inconsequential. Amen? Because when they delivered him from the captivity, he was still sitting with sores and potshed that they talked about. Let's go to Job 2. And there was a day, verse 1, when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came, who came? Among them to present himself before the Lord. Please, oh. When you see heaven and you eat all these mighty truths and you think, hey, it's just Michael and Gabriel and those boys. Why do you think they was contending for Moses' body? This enemy, he has audience also. But he don't stand in those places as Gabriel and Michael and those people stand. Amen? Because they have nature. They have obedience. And this great shepherd, what he's trying to lead us is that we don't come into the also, we come into the nature. They're taking us, they're taking the souls through the seas of this life so that we will find hearts, islands, mountains upon which they can write their laws. Reverend teaching last night, the spirit. Amen? Where the spirit life can be found. That is why they're the great shepherd. That spirit life is there, is their things. Amen? As Pastor Pax just said, they are the chief lamb. I missed the first meetings. We were in the air at the time, but I got a chance to listen to them this morning. You know, um, they start with lamb. Not so. Is it John 22? They start with lamb. Then sheep. And sheep. Reverend Helen ministered about it. There are different categories of soul. But then when, after they go through those categories, they come back to lamb. Yes. Pastor Pax, you mentioned, I think Pastor Topia as well. The one who's seated on the throne is a lamb. But how they grant mercy to us, they break the meal of their lives down by becoming shepherd. So a shepherd is just the technology they use to break their life down, to make it an accessible meal for you. So that's the offering of themselves. So the great shepherd is the, the great mystery of how they break their life down so that you can see it and desire it. And the life that they're breaking down is that meekness, that lowliness. How many times you're reading the scripture sometimes? You know, like, I remember a time I was watching, um, so we, <laughs> I was very, I got to say we, uh, we young, we boy, you know, that's what we talk in Scotland now, we <laughs> learning the language. But there's a time I was watching a, a movie by a neighbor. And the Israelites were coming to cross the Red Sea. And they were turning back. They weren't walking fast. And we were screaming at the television. <laughs> no, we grew up in church. We know how the story went. <laughs> Pastor Jeffrey, scared. I don't know what happened. The father of that house took the TV and threw it outside. <laughs> we literally, he got angry how we were behaving. We literally stared at the spot the TV was sitting at for half an hour after the activity. No, we were terrified. You know, but the, 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 the thing that I, I want to bring there is that though we know how it outworked, sometimes we could still become anxious. Do you understand where I'm from? And we could sometimes... So this God, as Pastor Pak said, these great wonders, 
you could see them and still be easily moved. You could see them and still be easily moved. And I thank God today that we have opportunity to see this salvation, to hear these things. I fought to, to come here. Not natural things, spirits. Reverend said something last night. You don't know how that bore witness. You could physically arrive here and you're not here. I saw the contentions of my soul not to arrive here and to be in the spirit to hear these things. And I'm sure some of us in the room, Pastor Bukumi, you prayed about it this morning. Your soul, the land of your soul is somewhere else. You have plans for between morning session and evening session. And you hope whoever is ministering from Nigeria don't take too long. <laughs> Not so. Or nobody disturbs you as you're trying to break line. Because there's something you need between this morning and this afternoon. But God will help our hearts become singular. Yeah. He will help our hearts become disciplined. Yeah. When Pastor Pax is reading, a new heart will I give you from that Ezekiel. Now, Mommy talked about hearing the voice. My sheep know my voice. Now, you don't, in that Ezekiel 36, you don't, listen to me. If you don't allow them to give you a new heart, you will not hear the voice. It's line upon line, precept upon precept. So when they are bringing witnesses to your soul, which some people may call discipline, you have to incline your ears to those things. Or they could cause you to be deaf and mute in order to come into the things of God. What Hebrews 2 um, says, let us, these things could slip. Now, Reverend Kay and a lot of the other ministers out of Nigeria, they always used to make reference to camp meeting, you know? Let me give you a practical example. Imagine you see Baba Hagen sit down in camp meeting. And next to him is 10 newspapers, an answer phone machine. Not so. And during camp meeting, you see him checking up on the football, the NFL, or... He's pressing play and pressing back rewind, pressing prayer again, just to hear a message that somebody left. You will think something is wrong, not so. Many of us, that's what WhatsApp have become to us. As soon as meeting finish, we are quick to catch up on certain things. Now, probably not for you. You are in Canada. For anybody hearing me and you're still waiting for your visa, if somebody was to tell you, fill in this form, apply to this place, do this, do that, and the visa process will be shorter. I am sure they will take notes. Pastor Femi, wouldn't they take notes? <laughs> They'll say, what number to call again, sir? Even though you tell them. Here they are telling us about things to come into sitting on the throne. And you could casually just say, I will try to listen to that message next week. This is the throne. This is not visa to come to Canada. This is how to go sit on the throne. And you could casually after the meeting, just engage in jesting. And there's trust. Like the Israelites trust. You see, we, I think the Reverend Minister said something on Pastor Topway last night. This thing was written on stone. Somebody said the stone shaped like a heart. Not so. And they were saying this thing should not just be written there. It should be inscribed somewhere here. 
when you trust Mixelar and YouTube more than you trust this thing being engrafted at the first time of hearing on your heart, you are gambling with your eternal destiny. Do not trust YouTube to keep this thing for you. Do not trust Mixelaro. When these things are being spoken, allow them to be engrafted. You don't know if mercy will visit you. Most of those people never saw the second writing on that stone. And some of them saw it and they still did not even come into what you are hearing. We are blessed. I mean, me at my, this age of 48, I'm having to sit and listen to this thing with you. And thank you for allowing me to sit among you to hear this thing. I missed coming into this many times before. My presence here is, is the mercy of God. I trust God let you know what I mean by this. What you are hearing, what God is saying to in the earth, you have found great, great help. We have found it. Great help. So they are, we are coming into being fellow servants and brethren, being shepherded by that great shepherd to come sit. But there are things that Pastor Patrick said it, and it's something that we were talking about in the UK convention. You have to give something up. Pastor Bumi said it this morning in prayer as well. And I'm referencing that because don't just turn up or don't just be attentive when our seniors are seated here ministering. Treasure the time of prayer. Treasure the worship times. Be diligent outside of these gatherings. There are many other guys turn up with Caleb and Joshua. Amen? Amen. But they didn't have a heart to see and to desire the things of God as Caleb and Joshua did. So when Caleb said, give me that hill country, he saw that thing and his heart was able to desire it. The Bible called it, in him was found what? An excellent spirit. You will see the things of God and despise them. I grew up hearing about streets of gold in heaven and I spoke only about, Pastor Bumi was praying about it. I prayed only about the idols. I will go find there. There are people looking at this meeting, you're in this room. They are looking only at your glasses, the types of cotton you have on, how nice these things look. And they're imagining themselves to come to Canada. Not for their life, you know. For your cotton. That is what Satan has done to souls. They say, Pastor Cecil Paul, look at, look at the kind of football shirts he's wearing now. Ah, I want to come. <laughs> no, Satan, has, he's a bad boy. He's a bad boy. So you could rejoice in grapes. Don't pity the people of Israel. You could hear these words that have been said here today and we could rejoice because we're hearing about grape. After they start to tell you about the enemy that will come after you, you could lose hope. 
and decide I will settle for less. Don't settle for less. We wouldn't settle for less. Amen? Amen. 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 You see, there's a great adversary. As I said, he was in the courts of God in Job 1 and Job 2. But it did, it's not the thing to prevent you from coming into understanding. Amen? Pastor Jeff was talking about um, in the grand finale of prayers, look for their, their, their script, you know, and the apostolic grace that is upon all, the God's servant to, to, to be able to link scripture. We, don't, we must not hear this with a learned mind. Amen? Don't go back and quote Hebrews and, and Revelations and Ezekiel. That is not what you want to hear. You want to see the cord, which is a grace upon this house, EGFM, this stream, to link and to cause these things that were opaque to the hearts of men to become visible. And if you're hearing me now, and it still sounds, you have not probably come into that mercy, but it is accessible. Pastor Pax made mention, he was hearing all kinds of things and he couldn't understand it, but he applied himself. Now he's a fountain of these same things. So there's an alignment in heart that God is going to bring us all into. And this great shepherd, Reverend Helen said it, it meets you at the stage that you are. Whether you are lamb, whether you are sheep, whether you are sheep. I met some sisters and friends here who said, hey, I didn't meet you the last time you were here. I came and I joined in 2020. You are not excluded. You will come into these things. You will fellowship in them. You will increase in them. The throne, there is still a destination there for you. Amen? So I just want to encourage you. I want to encourage you, but I want you to use the mercy that has been granted to you in this day while we're hearing these things. I want you not to be blinded by anointing. Don't imagine to grow, to become based on the anointings you may see display. When, there was, when the worship team and I thank them for, for, for how they powerfully ministers led us, those things, they must not be words. They mustn't rhyme. Lanray is not a poet. Amen? <laughs> no, you could sing those songs and the last word of each line kind of song the same as the one before. And you're, and you're just singing like <laughs> Ah. When you're singing those things, you are making covenant before the throne. You lead, I will follow. I'll be right behind you. Do you know what you're saying? So when they said, don't draw back, Reverend preached last night to perdition. If that thing has something to do with your son getting first class as Pastor Pax says, or your son having an increasing appetite for being where the word of God is preached. If you value that teacher's report above your son becoming elected, you, you, and I find it many times, I fall guilty and pray to it. Amen? I fall guilty and pray to it. When my children decide, you know, they decide, I want that university. <laughs> Amen, because my soul can shine, Pastor Jeff, not so. But I'm realizing that that is not, 
that must not give my soul peace. That must not give my soul peace. What must give my soul peace is that I am first found. Who? I. I know it says, as for me and my house. I desire my house to be. But I've learned something from my wife. If I turn my back on God, I'm very sure she will not follow me. <laughs> I'm very, very convinced. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yeah, man. So as for me and my house, we'll follow God. But make sure you arrive. Amen? Mm-hmm. Pastor Pax made a decision to want to arrive into this thing. So when he hears, he's talking now about his son, is because of certain conversion that has first happened inside of his heart to go after this thing. There's a, my, our, our father in, um, in London, I mean, love God to the core. The day you meet him, mercy has visited you. Daddy Lamekara, beautiful, wonderful soul. I remember one day the, the enemy disturbed me. I loved him. But one day the enemy, thoughts came. Ah, this guy, you're like, he's sitting here, but where, where's his children? You hear the talk about children. Why none of them inside of this thing? To try to discredit. And I know Satan is a wicked guy. But I've come to see them loving God and loving this word. Amen? Amen? So this, for me and my house, there is something you need to do first of all. Amen? Before the others are added. You need to give your all to this. You need to go after this. You, are, you need to allow the great shepherd to steward your part. To steward your part. Amen? And, and, and you will increase. I want you to be at, at, at rest with that. I'm not here to tear no revelation and to preach no doctrine. You know, reverent and they are in the house. We have senior ministers, so I know my place. I'm trying to follow you after you, Pastor Tope. I'm just exhorting the brethren. Amen? <laughs> I'm trying to, yeah. Um, and you are beautiful. Reverend said you have grown. I've had the privilege to work with my, um, Fumi for the last two, three years. And Fumi is so beautiful. We spent so long talking about you last night. Okay, Dad, we didn't even recognize him. Well, as a, you know, we, we see him, we talk to him on video, but he just looks so beautiful, smells so beautiful. Pastor Jeff, you all are doing a wonderful work here. And all the brethren, I see you guys and you are increasing. And one of the natures of the shepherd, they say they lay their life down for sheep. I took care of sheep. My dad had a brilliant idea one day and just felt he will not leave us alone. You know, we were supposed to be shining. We had resources. But he went and he bought 80 head of sheep. <laughs> just like that. Had a carpenter and some people come and they build pen. He bought several chicks. He brought several. But those, that sheep, those sheep, they used to frustrate me. <laughs> and I didn't have a shepherd hat. <laughs> I'm honest, though. Daddy, you listen to me. I'm sorry. I'm telling you what. Some days I don't want to beat those sheep. They used to stand between me and my breakfast before going to school by being very, very stubborn. 80 of them. But Pastor Pax, after a while, I had to learn that I needed to give myself to them. And as I increased in gentleness, as I didn't turn up in the past or the pen with a rah, as I, as I cleaned around them, as I fed them, 
as I gently sang, or whatever the case is, I realized the nature started to change. So as I watched Pastor Jeff and, and Fumi and they and they, 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 they speak over your lives. You are changing. You may, you may see things that are still wrong with each other. And you may think, why Pastor Jeff is not stamping this? Or Pastor Fumi is not stamping down on this? So there is wisdom. God don't treat us like that. They speak over our lives until the things that are there come into being. They call for that which is not as if it were. Amen? They don't run when the lion or the wolf come around. They lay their lives down. And then the sheep tend to trust them. And as sheep, which we all are, don't think it is an advantage to leave the flock to go feasting on a bit of grass in the side. You know, we're leading that 80 from this pasture to that pasture. One of them just think, all these guys, I will go and eat here. Before you know, it removes itself outside the speaking of my voice. And it ends up being astray. Amen? So a sheep, don't think it an advantage to remove yourself from under the voice of the speakings that are causing you to come into this life. Walk humbly. It's a different voice you're listening to. It's a voice that awakens an appetite that causes your soul to feast on things based on your own fancy. Before you know it, your soul is just feasting on the things of this life. Not on truth and the precepts of God. Amen? Amen. So God is helping us and we thank God over these few sessions we will all partake of this meal. That's all I want. We pay different prices to be here. I'm not talking about money. Different decisions we paid to be in this room. To be at this time. Don't let this moment pass you by. Amen? Amen. I will not watch at your faces. I am going to feast on this thing. I promise you. I am going to get it. Because I understand mercy has visited me. But don't say, Pastor, Hans got a chance again at 48. So I'm going to... No. You may not have opportunity. I don't know why mercy has visited me. But I know I can't play with these things that we are hearing. Amen? Amen. So Father God, we, as your people, we thank you. We have come so many times before your throne with filthy garments. That Ananias, spirit of God, we have postured ourselves as trading and giving up all when you haven't even asked us for these beggarly elements. But, oh God, we pray that as we give our time, as we give our hearts to be inscribed upon, let us not be found wanting. When your voice thunders from heaven, let us not draw back. When we find ourselves, oh God, surrounded by a cloud of witnesses, help us to know, oh God, that you are adopting us into this life of your son. Father, cause us to go beyond the zeal that Peter expressed. As you have said, O Lord God, in in Luke 20, I think 21, you have said, O God, that you have prayed for him. Father God, and you have set in motion your divine providence so that when he is saved, he may be able 
to also preach to others. Heavenly Father, I ask that we all who are seated here, as we come into this life, we will provide reflections of this life to many others outside of these walls, outside of these digital walls that are hearing this doctrine today. Father God, you are giving us like a love offering to the body so that many may know that it is possible that that miraculous, that we could stand upon truth, that we could see salvation, that we could desire hill countries in the spirit. Father, I thank you, O Lord God, that we have found mercy today to believe your word and all that you have said. Let that leaven of an excellent spirit continue to leaven inside of us. Increase our faith and our hunger for righteousness so that this whole earth will be covered with your glory. Father, we desire you. We desire you. Let us not sing these words and hear these words, O God. Strip away anything that could cause, O God, us to stumble. Help our hearts as we sing and we listen. Let us make covenant. Let us desire. Let us desire. And thank you, God, for advocating on our behalf that even when we believe that we will follow you wherever you go, Father God, thank you. It's because of your grace and your mercy that is going to keep us, that we are going to continue along this path. It is not by our strength. As you strip Gideon of the mighty men to the 300, so also God strip away every carnal boast to remain affixed to this journey of faith. Let it not be said that we did it by our hubris. Let us do it, O oh God, because your power was at work inside of our lives. Amen. I thank you, God, for this adoption. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.